Hey, this is Jason Moss. Welcome to Manufacturing News Network. I'm your host, and we're excited about today's event. We've got some really great information uh, that we're going to be sharing with industry leaders like yourself, and we're going to be sharing uh, uh, some some solutions to tough challenges that are out there. So, um, again, uh, today's spotlight is really going to be focused on SwiftTemp, and I'll introduce our, our our guest here in just a second. But uh, this this program, this episode is is hosted by Manufacturing News Network. And sometimes we have an opportunity to do educational sessions and then we do member spotlights. And today will be kind of a combination. Uh, I have been getting feedback and questions about uh, some of the challenges in labor and leadership all around the state. That's the common challenges that we're hearing. And I'm really thrilled to be able to bring uh, Bo Groover and Max Thomas to the table to give some insights on what they've been seeing and, and, and provide some solutions and ideas that you might not have thought of to, to address some of the challenges that you're facing. And with that, what I'm going to do is I'm going to introduce you to a great friend of great friend of mine and great friend of GMA, Mr. Bo Groover. He's going to tell a little bit. I'd uh, like you to tell a little bit about yourself who you are, what you do, and um, and then have you also introduce Max. Perfect. Thanks, Jason. Hello, everybody. Glad to be here and uh, happy Friday. Um, my name is Bo Groover. I am a, a business coach uh, focused primarily on Lean Six Sigma and leadership development. I've been in the manufacturing space for going on uh, 23 years now. And as part of what we do with our clients, obviously, is listen, right? The voice of the customer is very important to what we do. And uh, as Jason mentioned, we keep hearing about uh, labor and leadership, uh, staffing, how do we find and staff and recruit and retain the best and brightest people. And so uh, we're excited to share with you this new um, company that we're launching called Swift Temp, and we'll get into more details on that in just a minute. But first of all, I'd like to introduce uh, Max Thomas, our Director of Business Development. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Thanks, Bo. Thanks, Jason. Uh, happy Friday, indeed. I'm really glad. It'd be better if it was about five o'clock, but we'll get there. Um, like Bo said, I'm a Director of Business Development for Swift Temp. Uh, I've been in the manufacturing space, whether working in it or working, you know, assisting it for about six years now. Uh, really love building strong relationships within the manufacturing world, um, understanding process. I've, I've always been a big proponent of that show. How is it made? So living and breathing manufacturing is my thing. Uh, really looking forward to this next year and and what we have uh, here at Swift Temp to offer. Um, that being said, we're going to kick it back to Bo, kind of let him tell the story of of Swift Temp and, and how, how this thing's been created. Yeah, Bo, I would like you to kind of give us a little bit, if you can, give us a little bit of history about, you know, what 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 caused the the birth of Swift Temp, what kind of what makes it different, and um, and with your knowledge and background in the industry, what are some of the things challenges maybe that you faced in the years past, and um, and and what kind of solutions do you see out there to fix fix some of these big challenges? Yeah, perfect, and uh, excited to do that. Um, so about eight years ago, I, I started the coaching firm um, that we run called the Effective Syndicate. And as you guys all know, the last couple of years have been incredibly challenging uh, with, with the pandemic that happened, the weird financial response uh, that we went through where people were being paid to stay home. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of people have decided that um, maybe work is optional. And so in our space, 
Uh, I think we've done a horrible disservice to the young people of this country trying to say everybody should go to college, everybody should have a college degree, blue collar is bad, uh, manufacturing, oh, you're, you're just working with your hands. And quite frankly, um, it, it's frustrating and it's worrisome, you know, from the, from the perspective of if we're not making things, uh, you know, there's a large gap that we're going to have where we're either going to have to buy that stuff from another country. And then what do we do with all our young people, right? We can't all be brain surgeons. We can't all be writing code. We can't all be professional YouTubers. Uh, although it looks fun, um, that's certainly not the way I'm wired. And, and I believe in my heart that there's a lot of young people who just don't know about the manufacturing space and the fact that manufacturing space could be cool. So as I was uh, consulting with a client, we get asked all the time, hey, can you help me find a blank? Can you help me find an engineer? Can you help me find a supervisor? Can you help me find some labor? Can you help me find an assembler? And about two years ago, one of my clients uh, reached out and said, hey, can you help me find eight people for a 12 week project? And That's a reasonable request. Yeah. yeah. And, and of course, you know, we try to service our customers every way that we can. So we said, sure, we can do that. And as we started working on that, we realized that there's a, a gap in the way traditional recruiting and staffing works. So without throwing stones at other recruiting firms, what we found was there's a lot of staffing companies who work in manufacturing. There's not many manufacturing people who work in staffing. Yeah. And so as my former role, I've, I've been a plant manager, I've been a director of manufacturing, I've been a director of, of Lean Six Sigma. And what I realized was that the sense of urgency that manufacturing people work at, right? The guys and gals who get the phone call at 2 a.m., the guys and gals who are on the phone with a pissed off customer because the order was late. There's an underserved market out there. And so as we're approaching the, the market from the position of, hey, I've been in your seat. I understand the pressure that you're on. Let us help you round out your process for finding and attracting and onboarding fantastic talent, not only at the professional level, but also at the hourly level. So as that initial project started and it got some traction and started growing, um, more and more of our customers were complaining or, or struggling with finding talent and finding staff and finding people who wanted these jobs. And so uh, working with, with other folks in my mastermind group and working with other folks to brainstorm how to, to face off with this challenge, uh, the idea of SwiftTemp came into play. And so we're, we're very excited that, that we're approaching um, the temporary workforce, the flexible workforce, quite different than most of everything that we've seen out there. And so we're excited to share a little bit of that with you guys here today. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. I tell you, I mean, it's, it's really interesting to see how, um, you know, the, we talked about the pandemic and we've all gone through different stuff as, as a, as a planet. I don't think we've ever experienced some of the stuff Right. You know, sometimes there's pockets, there's hurricanes and there's tornadoes and there's, you know, different stuff going on in the economy and wars and that kind of thing. But as a planet, I don't think we've all worked and faced so many similar challenges globally. And, and I know that in the U.S., of course, we found that the supply chain is a big deal. And I think that we've we've been able to 
we've seen some trends about bringing a lot more manufacturing back to the U.S. and making our supply chain maybe a little less um, at risk. So that's one of the other pieces that we're trying to do right now as part of this educational series is, is, is give leaders the opportunity to see new technologies and new ways to look at business, to look at labor, to look at leadership uh, so that we can prepare for the future because, you know, depending on, depending on which crazy news broadcast you're listening to, right. I mean, the world's going to come to an end tomorrow or, you know, um, um, that it's going to be a hiccup and we're going to be right back to where we were in 2019. I don't think either of those is the case, but I do think that what we need to do is, is take the time like we're doing today is to talk to folks that have tried some different things and tried some new approaches um, and um, be able to, to, to figure out how to make that, make that work in a win across the board. And one of the things we got to do, I think, is we got to have a foundation. We got to be able to talk about where are we at today? If you don't have a solid knowledge of, of where you're at today, you don't know what you need to do to make kind of to the next level. So, so let's talk about one is, 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 is statistics. Where are we today? And then where do we want to be as, as, as business leaders? And then what are some of the ways that you can see us getting there? And, and Max, do you have some, some information, a little bit, uh, a little bit of insights on, on where we're at today? Yeah. Yeah, for sure, Jason. And, and um, the the market is tight, but the market has always been tight when it comes to to finding and, and attracting talent. Right, even before the pandemic, um, you know, it was tough to attract people to the manufacturing world and space. Um, and you know, just the pandemic kind of accelerated that and made the gap even bigger. Right, um, mm -hmm. but a key, you know, a couple statistics that you know I've come across and have, you know. Uh, you know, researched is, you know, through the, the Georgia Department of Labor Statistics, you know, our unemployment rate in Georgia at the end of 2022 is, is 3%, right? Okay. That's for the entire state of Georgia, not just the sector of manufacturing. Okay. So you got to think that space is a little bit, you know, smaller. Um, so, you know, talent is, is tough to find. Um, okay. But again, I think that has always been the case. So we got to come up with new ways of attracting younger folks into manufacturing, right? Um, the good news is, you know, you do hear the doom and gloom, right, Jason, of, you know, depending on which news network you listen to, that tomorrow's the day, you know, it's all going to end. Um, who knows what's going to happen? Um, you know, uh, but, you know, another statistic is in, in the state of Georgia in December, you know, in the sector of manufacturing alone, 7,000 new jobs were, were added, right? Mm -hmm. um, so the job market is hot. There are jobs out there. It's just how are we connecting and bridging that gap with our customers to, to gain, you know, the, the people needed um, within, you know, very specific industries. Someone that is a mechanical assembler over here, you know, um, helping in med device might not be a good fit for someone that's, that's over here in the electronic space. Right. So it's like really understanding what they're manufacturing, being okay. a manufacturer, and then, you know, bridging that gap on, Hey, this person is actually a better fit here than it is over there that makes any okay. sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That definitely makes sense. Well, both of you got some insights on that as well. Kind of give us some, 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 some of your thoughts around that where we're at today. Yeah, absolutely. And, and thanks for sharing those, those numbers, Max. I know you're plugged into the, uh, to the market, probably a little bit closer um, feet on the ground. I hear it anecdotally, right? Okay. And so a lot of our, our customers are looking to a production plan, right? So they've got a headcount plan that's laid out and, 
very few of them are on target. So every day operationally, they're struggling around, hey, I'm down seven, I'm down 20, I'm down 30 people in some cases on these bigger multiple shift operations. And so the burden that that puts on the rest of the organization is overtime, working longer hours and trying to cross train while we're mating today's production. And all the manufacturing folks who are listening to this are, are living with it. So I'm, I bet there's a lot of people kind of nodding their heads right now. And so as Max said, you know, I, I think historically we've approached the market with a general post, right? Hey, we need general assembler work. Whereas if you think about how a, a recruiting company goes about finding a, uh, a supervisor, an engineer or a manager, it's much more targeted. It's not like this blanket idea, let, let's put this post up and see who shows up. And so we're translating that same methodology into this space. So rather than just saying, hey, let's go down and, and see who's hanging out on the corner. Maybe they want a job or let's go to pick up people in the parking lot or let's go find somebody. That's working what the corner you're talking about? This is a whole other thing. But... <laughs> Not that corner. The other corner. Yeah, corner. Come on, Jason. <laughs> Home Depot corner. I could have it. <laughs> you teed that one up, man. I just had to, had to smack it. I toss you a softball. I'll be mad at you if you don't swing, brother. Um but yeah, we're bringing that same methodology of let's go find the talent. Let's not just look for random human beings. You know, I can't tell you how many of, of how many times I've heard somebody say something like, well, I just need a warm body. Right. And it's like, man, that's your success plan. That That's what's going to get you to the next level of performance or the world class is a warm body. Because I have yet to see that operation in, in 20 plus years of doing this. Yeah. The other thing statistically is they're forecasting the state of Georgia to grow almost 30% in the next seven years. So right now there's roughly uh, 10 and a half, 11 million people in the state. And they're projecting that to grow by 3 million people in the next five to seven years. And the ranking that Georgia has had as being one of the number one states for business, I think it's seven years running now. Mm -hmm. is part of that right we've got a fantastic port in savannah we've got a fantastic airport in atlanta i mean i people who don't travel hate the atlanta airport people who do travel love the atlanta airport we've got a fantastic interstate system that goes north south east and west and all points in between so we've got a, a great climate you know we there, there's so many great things about the state of georgia that are coming out and attracting these new companies in so if we're not ready um, and working on that foundational aspect to help those companies when they land and, and start growing. Or as we continue reshoring some of that business, as you mentioned, the broken supply chain, some of that stuff's got to come back. So we believe that there's an underserved market out there and looking at it in the traditional way of just posting a sign and seeing who shows up is not a, an effective or or smart way of going about closing this talent and, and skills gap that we've got right now in manufacturing. Yeah. Yeah. I agree completely. And I mean, it's funny you mentioned it, you know, the, there's a couple of things that I wanted to kind of, kind of piggyback on that. It appear, based on the, some of the recent numbers I looked at, we're, we're, we're bringing on about 25,000 new jobs just in sustainability manufacturing i mean so we've got the got the hyundai plant we got rivian we've got you know of course sk batteries continuing to blow up they got a battery plant for the for the new hyundai facility um the q cell just announced there's you know tons and tons and tons of new jobs 
And so what approaches can we have? And, and Max, you mentioned this as well, um, is, is what can we do to make manufacturing sexy, right? So manufacturing has traditionally got a, a really bad rap. You know, they, when, when I talk about manufacturing to, to the general public, talk, talk to folks about it, they think it's that dirty, dangerous, dead-end job that you do when you can't do something else, right? But we know because because we've been in it, we live in live in the space. We know it's great jobs with solid career potentials. And that's going to be, I think, playing a bigger part in uh, being able to attract the right talent. I think that we need to make sure that we get our organizations positioned properly to be able to attract the right kind of talent because we got, and there's going to be some training. That's another big piece that we're going to have to do because, you know, if you watch the news and you see the layoffs and there's a lot of good folks on the street today that weren't on the street two months ago in the technology space, we need to figure out how to, how to, how to funnel those folks into manufacturing. What is it that we can do to really ring the bell? That's from GMA's perspective. What can we do to shine a bright light on what the great, solid, dependable careers in manufacturing? What can we do for that? And then and then be able to to bridge that gap, to connect the the people to the opportunity. So uh, I'm going to throw that hand grenade right over to you, Bo. What do you, what do you see? What, do you, what have you seen that's worked and what what can we do as an um, as an industry support organization and companies to be able to do that to to, to dig our well before the, before we get thirsty kind of thing. Yeah, sure. And, and I, I think um, at the center of, of most of our challenges, right. Be, be they personal or political or professional is communication. Okay. And so um, what, one of the strategies that we're working on is how do we partner up with local trade schools and even local high schools and, and let's take our message out to the younger folks, right? So, I know that there seems to be an awakening on social media of young folks who are maybe not vibing with all of the movements that are going on and all of the frustrations and, oh, everything's bad and the end of the world is next Tuesday at noon. And so I believe it's incumbent upon us as industry leaders to get in front of those guys and gals and say, hey, look, man, there's some cool stuff going on. There's robotics, there's lasers, there's cool welding. I mean, some of the technology that's out there in the electronic space and the, the automation space is just mind boggling. And so these kids who think, just as you mentioned, Jason, that manufacturing is a dirty dead end job that you do when you can't do anything else. It's just 1000% incorrect. Mm -hmm. um, most of, of the manufacturing plants that we, we work with are as clean as some of the restaurants that I eat in. And a lot cleaner. <laughs> some unfortunately, some of them are cleaner. Um, <laughs> but, you know, there, there's fun, right? Work can be fun. And, and working on that communication part is a big piece. Yep. And then I think the, the education has got to be coupled with it, that there's, there's more to manufacturing than just an hourly job that you punch the clock and you go home and you, 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 know, you drink beer and you're frustrated and, and pissed off. And there's careers out there, right? So how do we how do we get those people interested and involved and show them this stuff and then give them the opportunity to not have a job but to have a career? Okay. And so as as we're seeing all the growth, and you mentioned twenty five thousand jobs, I, I don't know what that statewide number is. I imagine it's massive. Some of that three million is going to be manufacturing. 
I bet it's a large part of it. Mm -hmm. And so we need so to there's 25,000 manufacturing jobs in the next three years will start in yeah. Georgia, just okay. in sustainable manufacturing. That's okay. a lot. It's a lot. And, and that doesn't count for the companies that are already here that are growing and expanding. Right. Yep. Right. right? And, and we don't know what those plans are as, as, as those smart companies find new and exciting ways of growing their business into new industries and markets. So we believe that communication and education are the two um, levers that we have to pull and, and we have responsibility to engage the workforce on at all levels, but really starting to carry that to the younger folks who may be struggling a little bit. You know, I'm in ninth grade, I'm in 10th grade, I don't really know what I wanna do and, and helping them see that there's options and opportunities in addition to college, right? I've got nothing against college, but mm -hmm. not all of us need to go to college. There's right. a lot of need for blue collar, skilled, smart people out there working, making good stuff happen and, and making our lives better with the products that they make. Great, agreed, agreed yep. 100%. Yep. Um, if I could piggyback on that, Jason, I think, you know, just taking it more on a personal level, right? I, I was that same kind of kid, right? I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, I, all I knew was, Hey, my dad told me I needed to go to, go to college. Right. I had two numbers. I need to remember 18 and 30. When I turned 18, I had 30 days to get out of the house. Right. So, <laughs> and lo and behold, I figured it out. Right. And whether it be go to college or whatnot. Um, and, um, I really wish, you know, back then I would have been on like, uh, I've been in, in toward Kia with you, Jason and the GMA and to go into that facility, I mean, world-class go in that facility and see a brick of, of, of metal go through the whole entire facility and come out driving a vehicle. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Right. And to, to get people, you know, maybe you're not going to convert all of the people you take with you in high school or one of these, you know, technical colleges, you know, getting them out there to see the facility and see what they can actually do. I mean, that facility was amazing, right? They had a cafeteria that, you know, was one of the coolest, you know, it was just a cool place. Um, and that's what manufacturing really is. So getting visualization of it and just seeing it, I think is, is huge. Yeah. It's funny. You mentioned that, uh, you know, I, I'll tell, tell a little bit of my background when I was in the first grade at McDonough elementary school. Um, they took us to the, to the Ford motor facility in hateful. And as a seven year old kid, I watched them roll in steel and roll out a car. And from yeah. that moment forward, I was just fascinated with this thing called manufacturing. It took me a little while to figure out how to get to it, you know, through <laughs> through my career and a, a few choices that we've made in the past. But 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 we finally you know rounded ended up in in I believe the right place to be able to do that and and to be able to we really need to speak to the kids to the folks let them know what a career in manufacturing truly can be how beneficial. It can be and how um, uh, what options are out there. And I think that the more that we can do that, we can, you know, we can bang the drum and let people know that there are opportunities. There will be good talent on the street, you know, and, and I know by talking to you guys that that, you know, of some. And if there's companies that are looking, let's figure out a way to connect those dots. That's where the magic happens. You know, the rubber hits the road when you're able to identify a clear need and then find a solution to fix it. Right. And so right. that's what that's what this is about and trying to figure out ways that we can continue to do that in the right way um, and build these relationships before they get 
before they get crazy because um you know there is there's there is a change of foot right stuff is happening and i'm excited to see a lot of the the own i mean the the reshoring of manufacturing so the more that we do that and we get the message out we get the 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 younger kids involved and in taking a look at this as a potential career path man that's that's you know that's that's what i get up for every day i wish you know if i won the lottery i would buy a bunch of school buses and you know be able to take kids into those same factories to see what i saw you know because i think right. that would change you know that's that's change. i have not won the lottery yet that's it's probably the one of the most <laughs> things in the world to do is put kids on a bus and take them somewhere but um but uh, we need to talk about it. And that's one of the reasons that I wanted to have you guys on to be able to do this, because we can share this information, you know, through the Internet, through the social media. We want to make sure that we get the message out to more people that way. So um, so tell me a little bit more about uh, about what it is that that makes you guys unique. What it, what's the solutions that you bring to the table to, to bridge that gap and make those connections? Perfect. And before I do, Jason, I just wish the audience could hear a little bit of a story about when you were selling life insurance. <laughs> it is a not appropriate a story, story for public consumption, but it is one of my favorite stories I've ever heard in my entire life, my friend. Well, you know, <laughs> I've, heard, um, I've heard it's a good story. It's a good day. It's a good day. Um, yeah. So, so over, you know, over my career, whether it was in corporate America, which I spent quite a bit of time in, and, and then you know, since I've been on my own, I know that manufacturing companies, regardless of where they are, regardless of what they make, regardless of how big or small they are, and how new or old they are, there's four levers that they all struggle with. And that is leadership, right? It's effective leadership from the shop floor to the senior level, are we rowing in the same direction? Do we understand what we're trying to do? Are, are we on the same page? Are we working together? Bandwidth, which is, you know, every day in manufacturing, we're trying to get better while we're also trying to get today's orders out. And when push comes to shove, today's orders are always going to take priority over getting better for tomorrow, right? We don't get yelled at for why we're not better tomorrow. We get yelled at for why we relate today. Right. Number three is subject matter expertise. So, you know, it's hard to have somebody on staff that is good at everything that you need, right? So if I'm just starting in automation and robotics, I probably don't have that person on staff yet. And I'm going to need some help finding that or finding some resources to help me with it. And then, of course, the last one is talent. So mm -hmm. leadership, bandwidth, expertise and talent are the four levers um, that, that SwiftTemp is designed to facilitate with our clients. And we, we do that in some different ways. Uh, we don't have time to go into all of the details here, but as our customers are wrestling with those four things, that's where we will plug in with them and tailor a solution based on their needs, their size, their industry, their market, their products, and help them bridge those gaps on those four items. And that's, that's really different than than anything that we've seen in the market and we we talk to a lot of manufacturing companies to understand what's their pain what's keeping them up at night what's causing them to be frustrated and tired and work too many hours so we know they're on the right path and the feedback from that has been exceptional so hopefully some of your our listeners right will, will reach out to learn more because we really have a unique approach that i think a lot of people would appreciate 
That's perfect. That's perfect. So a couple of ways that what I like to do is have you uh, share kind of how people can get in, get in touch with you. I will tell you there's one one really cool way, depending on when you're listening to this uh, uh, this series. Uh, but we're going to be having our 15 year anniversary for the Georgia Manufacturing Alliance. And Bo and I go back a long time and he stepped up and he said he wanted to sponsor our party. And we we're going to have one big party starting. Uh, it'll be February the 21st at Sweetwater Brewery. And thank you, Bo, for, for stepping up and doing that. That means a ton to me and, uh, and, and to the crew. We're excited about that. So, so again, thanks for that piece of it. But you'll be at, the, uh, be at the party. We'll be having quite the time. So you can meet Bo live face-to-face and ask all kind of cool questions. And Max will be there as well. And we've got that's a great right. uh, a great day lined up. But other than, other than the anniversary party, how are the, what's the best way for folks to be able to get a hold of you guys? I'm going to squat down so you can see that website <laughs> right there. Okay. Nice. Swifttemp.com, uh, or you can email max, M-A-X, at swifttemp.com, or you can email me, uh, Bo, that's B-E-A-U, at swifttemp.com. Any of those three ways will start the conversation. And, of course, you can also connect with us on LinkedIn, uh, which is also a great place to start chatting it up. Perfect. Perfect. That sounds great. All right, Max, I'm going to put you in the hot seat, man. What else you got, you got to share before we wrap this thing up? Oh, man. Um, what was your favorite part about today? Favorite part of today was was probably this, I got to say, you know, uh, experiencing something new. Right? I'm always yeah. driving myself to experience something new. And this year has definitely been a lot of experiencing something new. Um, <laughs> but uh, very cool to be on a platform, right, and and be able to just have a conversation uh, around manufacturing and, and how, how we can help. It's, it's, it makes a, a Friday afternoon fun, you know? Yeah. So, uh, um, that's what I got to say. Fantastic. We're glad you're able to join us on this and you definitely brought some great insights on this. Looking forward to seeing what we get done. All right, yeah. Bo, you're on the spot, man. What's your favorite part about today, brother? Unfortunately, I got to say the same thing. I mean, okay. we've, we've been excited. We've been, um, I don't know if percolating is the right word, Jason. You know what? We've been incubating this idea for quite a while, and we finally got all of our ducks in a row and our eyes dotted and our T's crossed. So I'm, I'm super excited to be talking about it, finally getting the word out, and uh, looking forward to helping more manufacturers sleep better at night and get more stuff done. Perfect. That sounds great. All right, guys, as we wrap this thing up, there's a couple of ways that you can reach out to us. You can go online if you want to meet uh, Bo and Max live at our anniversary party. Go to Georgia Manufacturing Alliance, uh, georgiamanufacturing.com under the uh, upcoming events page. You'll be able to register for that. All the funds that we receive from that because of the generous sponsorship by Bo and his team are going to one of our favorite nonprofits, the Bobby Dodd Institute. I'm real, real thrilled about that. So uh, that's where the, the registration is going to be going. And then um, if you like listening to podcasts, I would encourage you to go wherever you listen to podcasts and then subscribe to Manufacturing News Network. There's only one of those out there on the planet, but subscribe to that. And you'll be able to hear the audio version of this conversation, this this video um, and social media um, uh, part. You'll be able to hear that and, and there'll be a there'll be a feed as we do more of these in the future. So with that, it has been another great day, guys. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you uh, at some of the upcoming events. We got a great day, had another great day. And again, looking forward to seeing what happens going forward. See you guys. Take care. Take care.